0: Welcome back on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Angel DiCarlo, Kevin Downey back with you. Unique situation coming up in this ball game between Notre Dame and Florida State on S- Sunday night. Dylan Gibbons, graduate from Notre Dame's Mendoza School of Business, started the first game for the Irish In the regular season finale against Syracuse last year, because of COVID, granted an extra year, he has two years of eligibility remaining, decided to transfer because he didn't like the answers he was getting from Notre Dame about his future and whether or not they could grant him that sixth year. He will start for Florida State tomorrow night versus Notre Dame. Now, while he was at ND, he made a friend who is a diehard Irish fan. Timothy Donovan was born with a number of medical ailments. Dylan used name, image, and likeness for the greater good. He wanted to get Timothy to the FSU-ND game, ended up raising more than $50,000 on GoFundMe. Timothy is not only going to the game, but his family will now also get a lot of help with other expenses thanks to that huge money that was raised, more than $50,000. And Dylan is now being sponsored by GoFundMe as part of Name, Image, and Likeness. And Dylan has started a nonprofit called Big Man, Big Heart. Dylan takes his Catholic faith very seriously, and it's very evident how much this weekend will mean to him to have Timothy cheering him on against his old teammates. Here's Focus on Faith with Dylan Gibbons. Maybe perhaps nobody has had a more unique version of name, image, and likeness and taking advantage of it to the common good than you. Take us through what made you decide that you were going to use this as a positive for the greater good and help out a friend of yours in Timothy Donovan.
1: Well, first, I got to thank you so much for having me on today. At the end of the day, it's, it's still kind of crazy to me. Um, this blew up the way it did, especially in our day, day and age right now. It just brought me so much hope. But yeah, starting with Timothy. Um, so actually back in 2017 was when I first met Timothy. Actually outside the gates of my first Notre Dame game. Um, that was actually the day I got to run through the tunnel for the first time, uh, which is something I was looking forward to most of my young, young life. After that experience of running through the tunnel, um, I got to walk back up the tunnel. Um, as I walked back up the tunnel, I had my gloves in one hand and my helmet in the other. Um, I was approached by probably about 40, maybe 50 uh, young kids and other families um, just wanting autographs. or oh, All of them wanted something from me, uh, whether it was the gloves in my hand uh, or just a few minutes of my attention. Um, everyone wanted something for me. Uh, people were, were kind of tugging on me. Um, I was scanning the crowd. And I was just trying to engage with somebody, uh, not, not just a uh, kind of a B relationship where I give you something and you bring it home. So I saw Timothy. So I went over to Timothy. Ended up kneeling down next to him. Our conversation lasted probably about 40 minutes. Um, again, I, I was pretty tired. Um, that was the first time I was actually going to be able to see my family since camp back then, and uh, I, I was very, I was very, very eager um, to learn more about Timothy. Uh, so from that moment, from the start of our relationship, uh, we've been connected. Um, that same day, my mom and his mom Paula um, got connected. Just kind of kept me updated on Timothy's condition. So, yeah, since 2017, I uh, met him back there at my first Notre Dame game.
0: For those that don't know Timothy's story, just explain what his condition is, Dylan.
1: Yeah, so Timothy has a marie cotton tooth Uh he's born with it, um, a disease called Bactyler, um, which affects the nerve endings in his hands and his feet. Um, along with that, he's been, wil- he's be- he's been wheelchair-bound for most of his life, um, all of his life. And uh, what that has caused him is, uh, as you can imagine, other complications that a lot of people face. Um, being in a wheelchair like that and not being necessarily being able to support his upper body all the time, um, that's left him with a curvature in his spine, um, that up until this summer was at 90 degrees, uh, one portion of his spine. And, uh, because of that curve, um, as you can probably imagine that he couldn't breathe very well so that it caused him uh, to have a lot of fluid build up in his lungs. which ended up giving him pneumonia. Uh, he's had pneumonia a lot in his life. So he was getting pretty sick and tired of, of having to depend on outside sources to, uh, uh, supply him oxygen. Um, so he wanted to get that curvature fixed. Um, so the he actually had it fixed. Um, at least, at least they attempted to took that 90 degree bend, um, and turned it into a 45 degree bend. And so far he's done
0: great. So t- take us through the process of deciding, Hey, I want to use, you know, name, image and likeness, and now get Timothy to this unique environment of my first game playing for Florida state against Notre Dame, who, I know you still love Notre Dame and Timothy certainly loves Notre Dame and have that all come together.
1: Yeah. So let me take you back to that night in 2017, as I met him, Um, you see, I I left that that meet after I met Timothy, I left Notre Dame and I went back to my house. I thought a lot about my first game at Notre Dame. I thought a lot about running through the tunnel. I thought a lot about the promises made my dad to do that someday, but something kept me from sleeping. It was, was thinking about Timothy. You see Timothy, uh, he has a lot of people that come in and out of his life in about 24 hours a lot of people that will give them the world um, for, for a few minutes for a few seconds, um, but a lot of people don't follow up with them. Um, and that's something I just analyzed um, within meeting it and talking talking to Paula and checking out his Instagram and seeing the type of experiences he's been on, but didn't seem like he ever had someone that was there for him. And at that point in my life, um, as you can imagine, being a freshman coming out of high school and coming to Notre Dame. Um, I felt like I, other than my family, didn't really have anyone in my life that was there for me. So um, I was going through a rough time and I know Timothy was too. Um, We started leaning on each other, Uh, whether that was him setting, updating on his condition and how he's doing, um, little bits of inspiration through videos or even just Paula um, telling me about how Timothy was doing or what he was up to. Um, And the same for me and my mom, Um, just kind of going back and forth. So having that relationship. Um, throughout my whole college experience in Notre Dame and him coming to the majority of my, my home games in Notre Dame throughout my four years there, uh, meant the world to me. And that was a start, and now that, that's how our, our relationship grew. A few months ago, I decided to leave Notre Dame. Um, one of the toughest decisions I've had to make in my whole life, but I decided to leave Notre Dame and come to Florida State. So with that process, um, I knew Timothy would be crushed. I, I knew he'd be very upset. I knew the Donovan family. It would be a struggle to get them here from Dayton, Ohio, so oh, Notre Dame isn't that much of a big of a deal but going down to Florida, that's a, that's a whole nother thing, a whole nother uh, bag of uh, box of worms. So when I decided to do that and probably about two years ago is when I started to uh, build a game plan of what I could do for Timothy. uh, Once I was able to use my name, and likeness. So once I got to Florida state, I was actually educated on how the state of Florida would allow players to use name and likeness even before the NCAA passed the ruling. So I started laying out groundwork. I started my MBA classes and, other than that, in football, I really didn't have much to do. Um, so I started planning out what I could do for Timothy and his family. Um, so with that, I started to GoFundMe. Um, and as many people know at this point from the Notre Dame community and the FSU community, um, the GoFundMe was a tremendous success. A um, little under 23 hours. Um, ended up raising $30,000. Uh, it was a joint effort. Notre Dame, FSU, and also all of college football. Anyone with the story could potentially pertain to I, I was very excited. The honwood family was thrilled. Um, we had even some big brands kind of step in like Super Coffee. I never knew about Super Coffee. <laughs> I saw I saw their their work on Shark Tank uh, a few years ago. But other than that, I never even heard the brand. For them to come out and donate $15,000 like that, just absolutely crazy. So with that support and the support from both the communities, um, so far we've raised $50,000 to get into to the game. Um, what's even more incredible than that, um, a uh, GoFundMe starter to get into the game has turned into something way bigger than that. Um, it's it's turned into something that's going to elevate Timothy's quality of life for many, many, many more years to come. Um, and I've been told by my family and my mom who's had a lot of conversations with Donovans um, that this is going to be one of the biggest moments in his life. Um, come down here to Tallahassee. Um, and for a company like GoFundMe to step up and sponsor me as their first athlete ever sponsored by GoFundMe. See, Go, GoFundMe does God's work. Um, they don't necessarily declare they're, they're, they have religious indifference, whatever you want to call it, but they do God's work. Um, they, they set up and help people contribute to things that they're passionate about, people they want to help, organizations, wherever it may be. For them to want to sponsor me, it really meant the world, it really put it in perspective for me, um, and allowed me to see a bigger future than what I was already doing.
0: Dylan Gibbons, former Notre Dame offensive lineman, will start against the Irish Sunday night for Florida State. He is our Focus on Faith interview guest here on the season debut of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Dylan, you mentioned God's work. How I know your Catholic faith is very important to you. How much were you praying for Timothy from that first day you met him?
1: See, I, I've just uh, kept Timothy in my prayers. Um See our relationship. Uh, we we talk about what happened from 2017 until now, um, but something we figured out is it was, it was more our moms talking. If I'm being honest here, um, but what's really interesting is that we actually went to our like our first Notre Dame game together. Um, my first game was in 2007. Uh, it was a Syracuse game, and he was also there. Um, you see, that's a game that I told my dad. It was actually a snow game. It was uh, pretty miserable. If I'm to be honest, um, as you can imagine, when the snow games South Indiana it isn't very much fun. Um, but we were wearing our ski clothes. We're, we're from Florida. So that's all we had F- freezing to death in the, uh, upper rows in Notre Dame stadium. Um, before they added those additions on, I remember telling my dad that I wanted to run through the tunnel someday. Um, very Rudy esque Um, but at the same time that, that was something I, I was able to do. It, it saddens me to think about Timothy's experience. Um, he got to see Notre Dame. Uh, I'm sure he got to see the grotto and touchdown Jesus. And, um, maybe he got to shake some hands with some players. Um, But he wasn't able to tell his dad the same thing, wasn't able um, to have that kind of same kind of hope about his future. Me and Timothy are very like minded individuals. I I completely uh, believe that if Timothy was in my same shoes right now and had the same platform, the same ability that I have, that he'd be doing everything he possibly could every day to try to help me out. Whether that be through inspiring me or something along the lines of what I did for him in the past couple of months.
0: It's such an incredible story. Can you put in perspective what? That moment will be like Sunday night uh, when you're ready to take on Notre Dame, but also knowing that Timothy's right there watching and, uh, you know, cheering you on, but maybe also cheering on Notre Dame. I don't know how his perspective is going to be on this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me start with that question. Um, he's going to be wearing Florida State. And okay. At the end of the day, even before all this happened, um, back when I decided to leave Notre Dame, um, he told me that he was a Dylan Gibbons fan and not an Notre Dame fan. Uh, Wherever I ended up, um, he'd be a fan of mine. So uh, I am very excited about that. Um, but the, the way I think about Timothy and having him in my back pocket, um, I, I like to kind of compartmentalize my life. Um, for me, it's faith, family, football. Um, and to have the, those things in line, um, it, it really helps me just kind of concentrate. Um, so having Timothy at the game will definitely be able to check off a box for me. Um, And know that he's in a good place, and he's supporting me. Um, He's hopefully living vicariously through my actions on the field.
0: Dylan Gibbons, our guest here on Focus on Faith and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. You say faith, family, football. I always like to say this interview segment is the intersection of faith, family, and football. So funny that uh, you mentioned that. But let's talk a little bit more about your faith, and you know, growing up Catholic in Florida, and, and and when you're you know, how that all ignited for you, uh, you know, as a kid and, and, and how your faith has grown as you've grown up.
1: So I was born and raised Catholic, uh, born, born and raised a Notre Dame fan, um, as you can imagine, being an Irish Catholic. Um, so for me, as I went through life, uh, I went to a lot of different Catholic schools. Um, I even started high school at St. Petersburg Catholic. Um, and I finished high school at Clearwater Central Catholic. Um, see, throughout high school, I started taking my faith more and more seriously. Um, as I entered Clearwater Central Catholic, um, I immediately joined the peer ministry program uh, where I got to help host uh, retreats and bring my peers along with me. Me being a big guy, having a lot, having a lot of uh, strong roots in my faith, um, I was able to help a lot of individuals while I was at school there. Um, as I moved from Clearwater Central Catholic um, into Notre Dame, um, it, it was really kind of eye opening um, to see a lot of individuals from a lot of different places uh, all engaging at a Catholic university like that. As you can imagine, uh, having people like Father Nate around uh, really helped me um, engage my faith on a different level. The one thing I will say um, is that Mass is before games, right, on a football team. A football team kind of represents all of of the United States, right? You have individuals, um, highly touted individuals um, from each part of the country. They're all brought to the same place to perform on a team, right? And in order to have those guys all perform, there needs to be some type of culture and some type of standard held. Uh, one of those was going to Mass every week. Um, and we, we didn't require everyone to participate in Mass. Um, we just, everyone respected Mass. So for me as a practicing Catholic, of course, I'd go up and receive communion, um, just participate through all of Mass. We had some other guys in the team, that you can imagine from different faiths, that still sat there and respected what was going on. Um, so in my opinion, Notre Dame didn't necessarily push anything on us that wasn't already there. Then we anticipated that being there, um, but for me, it was a wonderful experience, um, at least to be incorporate that in other parts of my life. Um, I'm a very self-motivated person, but to be able to have those uh, kind of extrinsic motivators is something I-, I couldn't pass up on. It definitely helped me get through some tough times the day.
0: And where do you feel your faith is now and plays a role in, in- of importance in your life, not only with what you're doing with GoFundMe me and Timothy, but just as you live your life, uh, you know, as a Catholic that has prominence as, as a, you know, starting offensive lineman at Florida state.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure father Nate probably, probably knows what I went through at Notre Dame, um, whether that be on the field or in the classroom, um, some of my struggles and some of my good times, uh, my faith has always been there for me. Um, whether it be, uh, injuries um things that things that are great like what happened for timothy so far uh the creation of big man big heart but it's always there um so as i transitioned from away from notre dame to florida state uh, it's still with me
0: you're a graduate from notre dame you have your degree and then you make the decision as we talked about earlier to to transfer to, to florida state uh you kind of said it was a really difficult decision. Just take us through the process of, of what made you decide, okay, uh, it's time to, to move on and take that next step.
1: Yeah, yeah. like I said, it was a tough decision. But being, from, being, uh, being blessed by Notre Dame to have that experience, um, being blessed with a degree um, that I worked extremely hard for and the hard work I put on the football f- the field uh, and giving max effort every day, um, no one can ever take that away from me. Um, you see, I, I woke up the day after the spring game um, just a few months ago, and I thought to myself, what's keeping me here? And of course, my faith it was definitely keeping me. That's a part of it. Um, how comfortable I was up in South Indiana, um, the coaches, and how familiar I was with all the players in the locker room. So with all those being said, um, I approached my coaches with a list of five or six questions, very distinct questions asked about my future. Um, you see, with COVID-19 everything else going on, I'd actually, actually have a fifth year and a sixth year to play football. And one of the major things that happened was I couldn't get a six year guaranteed from Notre Dame. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. But along with that, and a few other questions I, I had to ask the coaches, um, I wasn't confident in my ability to stay at Notre Dame. Um, and that, that's on a, on a business side of things and just a relationship side of things. Um, wasn't enough trust there. So moving forward, I, I used some of the, the strategies um, that I learned inside my classes in management consulting in Notre Dame um, to actually find that correct decision
0: and then you end up at Florida State at what point did you realize oh wow we're playing Notre Dame in the first game
1: oh i realized as soon as i made the decision
0: okay fair enough yeah uh, just how crazy will be i mean you kind of touched on it before but just lining up against your buddies uh you'd be on the opposite side and your first game wearing a different uniform. In fact, in some ways you might accidentally, I don't know, you might jump offside just thinking you're supposed to be on the other side on occasion. It's certainly possible. The colors might throw you off. Just how how crazy of an experience do you think this is going to be for you?
1: Yeah, I really hope I don't jump off sides. Um, (laughs) It's going to be very unique. Probably hasn't happened many times in college football, especially with being the first game. Um, So for me, I'm just going to block them like birds. Nameless, faceless opponent. At the same time, they're some of my best friends in the world some of those guys I'll have lifelong relationships with. Um, those were built through the, the grit and the grind and everything we went through together on the football field and even in uh, air conditioning. So those things will never be taken away. But again, what's important now is speed is and Notre Dame. Um, so I'm excited to contribute in any way, shape, form possible, um, to get that done.
0: Finally, Dylan, uh, I understand you're, you're starting a podcast. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this either, but I actually started a nonprofit called uh, Big Man Big Heart. And my intentions for Big Man Big Heart are to get Big Man Big Heart representatives all over college football. Um, You see, I found many entry barriers um, into getting into um, actually setting up GoFundMe's um, and trying to receive charitable donations for an individual like Timothy as a a football player. Um, This is unprecedented. It's something we've never been able to do. Um, What I'm trying to do is just Encourage people to do the right thing. Um, Encourage people to use their name and be like this for good. I want to open gates that have previously been closed um, in charitable giving. Um, But I'm very excited um, to impact college football, and I really want to leave a lasting impression. Um,
0: I believe I'm
1: very capable of doing so, and I'm very excited to see where this thing's going to go.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Congratulations. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today, Dylan.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate you, and thank you for your time.
0: That is Dylan Gibbons, former Notre Dame offensive lineman, now with Florida State, doing an outstanding job down there, raising $51,830 for his friend Timothy Donovan. Kevin, your thoughts? Well, it's one of my favorite segments. I, I think the uh, you can tell that he went to Mendoza School of Business. You can tell that he's a smart guy, uh, but also very compassionate, it's neat to see, again, kind of transfer portal image and likeness. Like, man, we're in the, The ever-changing world of college football if you pay attention to it it's kind of exciting but what a neat guy And, and it's neat again to hear people relying on their faith and you know especially the uh the the catholic mass and that everybody went to it on the team that was pretty impressive i didn't realize that and then also just seeing, you know, using name, image, and likeness in, in a positive way. And yep. Timothy and his family are now in Tallahassee. They've already met up with Dylan. Dylan says they're going to treat Timothy like a five star recruit. That's awesome. On an official visit. You can learn more about the good deeds that Dylan Gibbons is doing by visiting his new nonprofit, BigManBigHeart.com. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The Golden Rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money, and when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.